0: Father, again, we thank you for your holy written word. We thank you its life, that it ministers to every part of our being. And tonight, we especially believe that it will renew our mind, that tonight there'll be things said by your Spirit to each one of us that change and help us, and that and that we understand more and more about your will for us as we walk on the earth. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, we're going to talk... A, about the authority of the believer tonight. And we're going to start in the book of beginnings, way back in Genesis chapter 1, the first chapter. Yeah. And uh, we'll look here in verse 26. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And of course, this is the creation scriptures. And verse 26 said, And God said, Let us make man in our image. And after our likeness, you know, uh, it's, it's really interesting that we are made in the likeness and the image of God, isn't it? And really when we think about that, uh, I believe that we should really honor and respect one another just because of that, you know, and, uh, I have to say this because I'm a woman, uh, promoter preacher <laughs> and, uh, the Bible says that women are made out of the image of God too. Yeah. Not just men, but women as well. So, uh, you know, if you are, uh, hearing things that demean or degrade women, it's usually not, uh, um, godly. It's probably more religious ideas or thoughts or e- even pagan or heathen because, uh, or cultish because it seems that uh, that runs parallel with, um, the debasing of women. Uh, God always exalted women all through the word. He, he, you can see his love for women and respect and honor for women. And I believe that one reason is because we're made in the image of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's just a little plug for women tonight. Um, let us make man in our own image after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Now notice that, dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So here he's saying that men, uh, mankind would have dominion over these natural things. Isn't that something over these natural things—fish, uh, fowl, cattle, um, and, and creeps? <laughs> Anything that creepeth, praise God! I especially like dominion over creeps, don't you? So um, this dominion that God has given us, um, of course, was we know through through this uh, these verses here, was stolen by Satan when. Um, uh, sin came into the earth and there was disobedience. But praise God, the Bible says, through Jesus Christ, we have been redeemed and bought back into that position of dominion and authority. Hallelujah. So this is uh, something that I believe can really, really help us in our daily walk as Christians and as Christians in unity in the body of Christ because we uh, probably don't hear enough about it, the authority that we have as believers. Now, let's go over into the New Testament. We'll read Matthew chapter 16. And I want to read a couple of scriptures out of Matthew. But the first is Matthew chapter 16. And look at verse 19. Again, Jesus is speaking here and He said, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So the church, the body of Christ, of which we are a part of, if you're born again, you're a part of the body of Christ and you are uh, the church. The church holds the keys. So many times we're waiting on God to do something. We're waiting on God to move. God, why won't you do something? Why won't you move here? Why won't, why, you know, why don't you make things happen? (laughs) And all the time is, uh, Jesus has said in his word again and again, really, that the keys are in our hands, that he's given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And what do keys do? Well, if you have keys in your purse or in your pocket, you know, it it's opens up things. It opens up opportunities. Amen? And same thing with the key kingdom keys. These keys will open up things for the body of Christ to, uh, I believe, do what they're called to do on the earth, which is listed in Mark chapter 16. And we know that part of that is preaching the gospel, casting out the devil, amen? Speaking with new tongues. Um, laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. These are uh, things that these keys will open up for us. Um, and a part of that right here is what he's saying is whatever we bind and whatever we lose. So it's not God doing it anymore. He has delegated his authority to us. Well, you know, that sounds like a, a huge assignment, and it is. But we can all do it. We can do it together, and it's so powerful for us each to take our place and operate in the dominion and authority that God's given us. You know, uh, there's a lady that directs traffic out in front of our neighborhood because there's an elementary school right there, and we many times get caught up in the traffic of men, men and women dropping their children off or, or coming to get them later in the day. Um, but she is a very good traffic police Cop. I don't know what you would call her, but I mean she is on it. And she gets that traffic moving and she is really, really good. Um, so much so that I mean we like her to be there. And if she's ever out or not on that assignment, it's it's bad. Yeah. It's chaos, but but boy, when she's there, it is run it runs so smoothly. Well, she's been given the authority to to direct that traffic. Now all of our cars are bigger than she is. You know, if we wanted to just run over the woman, we probably could and, you know, do great damage to her. But we respect her because of the authority that she has been given. She's been delegated that authority, um, by this, I guess the state of Florida or the, maybe the, uh, county that we're in. And, uh, there's consequences for, wh- for whomever might cross her or do or not do what she says. And how she directs. So what I'm saying is that when you are operating the authority of God, all the power of heaven is behind you. How about that? The angels of God are listening. And they're listening to the voice of his word. Because his word is what uh, enforces that authority on the earth. Hallelujah. Um, so there's a lot of, of things in the unseen realm that happen when we take authority that we have been given, when we actually operate in that dominion. And uh, so much so that we've seen uh, miracles because of it. Amen. We've seen uh, things that uh, have changed drastically when we take authority and we take dominion. Amen. And certainly where we have the most authority in our own lives and and you take dominion and authority there. Uh, it's amazing how fast things happen by the Spirit of God. All of heaven backs you up. Praise the Lord. So I think we um, were reading this scripture the other day, and I quoted another translation that says, whatever you disallow on the earth is disallowed in the heaven. Whatever you allow on the earth is allowed in the heaven. So... um it was not talking about God's heaven where God lives. He's talking about the, the realm of darkness, the second heaven where a demonic activity um, and the darkness reigns. But praise God, we have authority over that uh, situation there, don't we? Um, by the power of the words of Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church? Now look at Matthew chapter 18, and we'll read it again here in verse 18. For verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on the earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again I say unto you that if two of you agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. So he is telling us Uh, The ball is in your court. It's your turn. Here it is. (laughs) Now you do something with it. Amen? You take dominion. You take authority. You bind. You loose. And you pray. Amen? And God will do what you say. He will uh, perform that which you've asked Him to do. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Well, then we need to do it every day. Amen? Amen? Just take authority over the devil and don't let him run over you. I like this scripture in uh, Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. And, uh, you know, these, these are important words of our Lord to us, to instruct us and to help us. Luke chapter 10, 19, Behold, I give unto you power. No, another word, if even if you read it in the Amplified, you would see it says, I've given you authority. You're in charge, in other words. <laughs> I've given you power to tread. That means to trample, to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we see this kind of authority and power over demonic forces, really is what he's describing here, all the power of the enemy. Remember, we have an enemy and his cohorts. It's Satan. It's not your (laughs) mother-in-law. It's Satan and it's his cohorts uh, that are demonic uh, beings. And they're very real. They are very real. It's not, this is not hocus pocus, you know, mystery night. This is, the word of God and the truth of God's word. But the devils are subject unto us through his name. Delegated authority. He's given us a name. And his name is Jesus. And And the Bible says, Every knee shall bow of things above heaven, in earth, and beneath the earth. This is a powerful name that we've been given. Now, you know, some of us talk about name dropping. You know how some people are always name dropping. I know this person. I know that person. <laughs> well, Jesus doesn't mind us name dropping his name. In fact, he wants us to use his name and he wants us to, uh, use it as a tool against the enemy. And he knows because of the power that's invested in that name that we can have success every time. We use the name of Jesus. Um, you know, uh, a friend of mine years ago had uh, her, actually her father, had a huge uh, resort in Panama City Beach. And it was so nice. And uh, one of my girls was having a birthday. And she said, why don't y'all go over there to that pool right on the beach and clubhouse and everything, and y'all can have your party there. And I said, well, you know, what if we get stopped by there's the guard gate and all that? And she said, just use this name. I'm going to tell you whose name to use. And when you say this name, they'll let you do anything you want to do there at that resort. And sure enough, it was true. So we see the power of a name. Even in the earth, there, there are pretty powerful names. This name is is uh, more powerful than any name Ever was or ever will be, and in three dimensions, praise God, the name of Jesus. And so he says, I'm giving you power or authority, another word for power is authority, to trample upon serpents and scorpions and uh, physical and mental strength and ability, this is the amplified, over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. So, what if, what if it's a really, really, really strong spirit? You know, I've heard people say, well, there's a real stronghold, you know, a real stronghold over this city or whatever. And, and, and okay, maybe some demons are stronger than others. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm telling you the truth. Jesus is stronger than any of them. Yeah. Amen. The strongest demonic power that you can find, Jesus is higher and stronger. So it wouldn't matter what strength. And I I just don't believe in giving the devil a lot of credit for all his strength. You know, the Bible says that, you know, he'll be a laughingstock one day when we really see him as he is in his weak state and condition. So he is a deceiver and they you know it's just like the wizard of oz he blows up all this you know lights and smoke thinking oh so scary and it's just you know he's a weasel. So remember that when you're being attacked don't give all the credit uh of all that to this strong horrible being um yeah put him in his place. Amen. And when, you know, when I'm casting out the devil, I don't think about the devil. I think about Jesus and how powerful he is and that he's on the inside of me. Amen. And, uh, I liked one man, he was, he was, uh, in a healing line and prayer line and laying hands on people. And some demon started speaking out of somebody, you know, through someone. And he said, Shut up in the name of Jesus. And the guy kept talking and he just went right on down the line. And one of his helpers said, do you think you should go back? Cause, you know, nothing happened. That man's still whatever manifestation of the, he goes, Oh no, he, the devil has to go. I already spoke to him. I'm not giving him any more attention. Amen. So, you know, sometimes I think we, we rot, we, we give, we glorify, not maybe we don't mean to, but we glorify the enemy when we should just ignore Him after we have spoken in the name of Jesus. And I believe that's true faith, because we don't go by what we feel or see or touch or the five senses. We go by the Spirit of God, amen, and the Word of God. Devils are subject unto us through Jesus' name, and whatever we bind is bound. Now, if we're not binding anything, well, nothing's being bound. If we're not loosening anything, nothing's being loosened. I'm I'm telling you, those scriptures are so powerful. I think we need to act on them. Amen? If you need some money, loose the money. In the name of Jesus, it's loose to come into my life. If you need something bound, if something's running crazy in your life or family, bind it up. Amen? And we're not putting up with this in Jesus' name. You don't have to put up with everything that comes your way. You can bind the the enemy and you have authority over him. Now let's look at a couple more scriptures and, and then we'll go. Look at Ephesians chapter one. Are you with me? All right. Let's, let's trample on the devil. You remember those old Roman movies where the gladiators, they would fight and everything. And then one of them would be laying down, you know, dead or about dead and they, the other guy would put his foot on them you know right on his chest right. i used to love that part because it meant victory it meant de- you know that guy was defeated yeah. and that's the way we are he is under our feet and uh we can tread or trample on the enemy he doesn't have he doesn't have any right to trample on us ephesians chapter 1 look at verse 20 which uh, this is, of course, this wonderful prayer that Paul prayed. And he said, uh, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet. Now, if we're the body of Christ, then his feet or or our feet amen if we're his body we're the feet the feet aren't necessarily in the head the feet are in the body so we um so he's put all things under his feet which means our feet yeah. and gave him to be head over all things to the church which yeah. is his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all what he's saying here is that we are raised in Ephesians 2 Over here in verse 6 says, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So here we are together with Him seated. Now You know, Billy Brim always talks about Brother Hagen challenging her and Lynn Hammond and saying, what's the strongest position in Christ? To be seated or to be standing? And they didn't know and they... We're, you know, talking about it and discussing it. He said, "I want y'all to tell me what you think." Well, eventually, you know, he told them that to be seated is the, the strongest position. <laughs> Amen. And I love that because if you're in authority, you don't even have to stand up. You can just sit down and tell the devil Amen. to stop. You don't even have to make any kind of gesture toward him physically. Uh, you don't even have to really talk loud. Amen. Some people think you have to scream at the devil. You don't have to scream at him. Just say, stop it. Yeah, yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's how much po- power and authority we have. In fact, the more authority you have in something, the less you have to make a lot of moves and scream and yell and act up. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, with your children, you have authority. You don't have to scream and yell and act up. Just say, stop. Yeah. Amen. And so we have authority in the name of Jesus, and we have been seated together with him in heavenly places, and it is far above all darkness, far above all principality, power, might, dominion. And then I love this, every name that's named, because once they name something, we got the name above it. You know, when they come up with new diseases or new whatever uh, illnesses, um, Jesus' name's above that. They can say COVID-19. Well, Jesus' name is above that. Well, what about Delta? Well, Jesus' name's above that name. Amen. And then what about Omicron? Well, Jesus' name is above that name. Every name that is named. Praise the Lord. He is the highest authority. And guess what? He's delegated it to us. Praise the Lord. I think that's so brave of God. That just tells me that He's a faith God. <laughs> that He would delegate His authority to us, the church. Isn't that amazing? Now let's look at Mark eleven twenty three, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll dismiss Mark eleven. You know this one by heart. Amen. But we'll look at it again. Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now here he is not talking about prayer. He's talking about just saying things. Just what you're saying to a situation, to a a. a well, here it is, a mountain, a mountain of whatever is in your way. Um, it could be anything. It, whatever obstacle is there to, to keep you from going through, uh, you can speak to it. And the Bible says here, when you believe in your heart, the things that you say shall come to pass. You shall have it. You shall have whatsoever you say. So this is whosoever saying whatsoever. Now that's a lot. That's, that's wide open, isn't it? Wide open. Whosoever means anybody here tonight. Any of us. You don't have to be in the five-fold ministry to, to do this. Any person, any believer. So that's, that's really something. And then whatsoever. That's just, uh, can go from financial situations to physical situations to relationships to church. You know, it's just endless. But Jesus said this. Now, I think that we ought to do what he said. I think we ought to speak to some things. Speak to some situations and see them reversed or changed or maybe even this mountain of whatever it might be to be removed. Uh we talked last week about uh Jesus speaking to the fig tree he He spoke to the tree, so if he can talk to a tree and here talk to a mountain, uh we can talk to physical things amen, inanimate things um you know it's just amazing how uh the supernatural things of God work when we work it when we do what he says to do. And then verse 24, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Uh, this is about praying. So it works in prayer as well. When you uh, believe that you receive it, right then when you pray. You don't believe it when you get it. You don't need faith then. But you when you when while you're praying, You're receiving it right then. And then when you get up off your knees, you thank God you have it. Well, when did you get it? I don't see that you have your answer. Well, yeah, I did. I got it at 8 o'clock this morning. Amen? As soon as I asked God, it was done. And I received it right then. And I have it now. And I'm telling you that authority and that power is working right when you pray it. Amen? Do you believe that? Amen. Praise God. All right, well, let's pray. Father, we thank You that You've given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We thank You, Father, for the blessing that that is to our lives, to our church, to the people in our community, to the people in our state, and even in our nation. We thank You, Lord, that we have authority as believers over all the power of the enemy. And we thank you tonight for people who are struggling, that they understand this principle and they start speaking and they start praying and and taking their authority that's been given them by the head of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you've delegated this to us and we receive it and we'll act upon it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.